What up, what up, KC Underground? Welcome to the podcast. Um, and I say KC Underground. Really, anyone who happened to stumble upon this uh, podcast, we want to say what up. But we have special affection for KC Underground. Of course, and Kansas City as a whole. I know a lot of you are just like, hey, we stumbled upon this because, you know, we keep hearing about this disciple-making movement stuff and micro-churches. And we just want to say hi. Glad you're here. We have special affection for all God's children <laughs> and people that aren't yet. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad we've really clarified. Uh, week three, Chris Caputo. Um, Chris Caputo, I'm going to summarize your story in 30 seconds. All right. uh, Caputo uh, came to know Jesus in a dramatic way, has always walked in the prophetic, was um, in a lot of streams where that was a, a, a significant emph- emphasis um, saw the beauty of it also saw some of the unhealth of it a couple few years back started like running with Casey Underground it's mm-hmm. like hey I got this well how does the prophetic and the apostolic and all of this like in a in a movement type of stream operate together mm. um, and in that last week we talked about well that was kind of the means to now create this whole ministry called relational wholeness mm-hmm. where maybe other people who um, have walked in some either Maybe they don't feel like they belong or some just wounds and brokenness where uh, relational wholeness is a team to help identify that. And so you can walk more in freedom uh, to go and make disciples and make disciples and make disciples. Wow. Is that good? That was amazing. Whew, that was 30 seconds. We could have done that weeks. last week. Oh, man, that would have been About really three boring. minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. So today we thought, hey, let's tell some stories. Yeah. Um, and I want to start off with one story. Okay. I'm sitting in um, Outlaw mm-hmm. Coffee sh- or Coffee Coffee <laughs> Cigar Shop. <laughs> Sorry, hang out with Christians too much. It's like I just assume it's a coffee shop. Right. No, right. Uh, it's a great cigar shop. Oh yeah, in Kansas City. It's like hey, it's a kingdom happening there. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we have to hang out with places where it's like not just the Christians mm, hang out. Smoky. Right? Yeah. And uh, cigar, it's a great place. And you know what's great about a cigar? Mm. When you're smoking a cigar. You're sitting there for a while. That's right. You ain't. It's not just uh, and I'm out. Captive seconds. audience. That's exactly right. So uh, anywho, um, I was there actually a team uh, of some people that I'm a, a different team. wasn't Casey Underground folk, um, and I, and we're talking about stuff. And then this guy kind of walks past us, going to the bathroom, um, and I'm here with these other. These are professional missionaries. We they do basically. It's like underground in various parts of the country and world. Wasn't Bill at the? Bill uh, Randall was Bill there. Bill was there. Phil, That's right. Phil Alessi was there. That's um, right. Different yeah. people you guys hear on this podcast. I mean, movement people, amazing leaders, and uh, and so then about thirty seconds later, this guy comes back. He's like, "I'm sorry to interrupt." <laughs> And I'm trying to remember exactly what you just, said. Just not that sorry. He's like, he's like and it basically, here's the gist of it. Chris Caputo was like walking by, and the Lord was very clear, saying, "Stop and talk to these guys." Mm-hmm. I don't know if he specifically had a word that you're supposed to say. Well, let but, me let me pause your yes. stuff. So here is my side of it. So I minding my business and hanging out with my friends. Actually, where this whole Hesed thing began in the three mm-hmm. to five space. Going to the restroom, I'm passing your table on the way in. I'm in the bathroom. The Lord's like, "Go talk to him." And I said, "Oh no, I, I, you know what? Can I just, can I just enjoy this Saturday off? Saturday I morning. People. I want some, I want some downtime here, Lord. Right. Really? Right." So then I go back to my friends and I say, "Here, guys, I just got to share this. Let me just get it out so the energy gets out." Yeah. And uh, my brother George says, "No, no, 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 no." He's like, "Let's go. I'll walk with you back." There. I'm like, "Fine, let's go." So he, I had to make him walk me back to you so that I can do this. <laughs> That's right. So it's That's like, right. so and this has happened many times before in that place. Yeah, like, there was a lot of that. So anyway, back and you, to you mentioned some things about the, the apostolic. I was just like, you keep used, going, you, don't stop. Yeah, and you yep. used words that like, unless you're like weird, like 
like Christian missionary movement type of people, you're going to be like, who are you talking? Like what? I don't know. I don't know these words that you're saying, Uh, but it was very cool. Hit home. And then you're like, we're talking. It's like, Hey, and you're like, Hey, have you ever heard of KC underground? I'm going to start running with these guys. (laughs) And so I just start giggling. It's like, bro, I helped start KC Underground. <laughs> I said, I'm like, KC Underground. <laughs> no, but it was like, no, it was not a uh, possessive thing. It was like, that's amazing. How was, what is, what is going on? Um, Who are you? That began, I mean, because you'd been running with, with Rob for a while. Cool. Well, yes, building a friendship with him. Yeah, yeah yes. and so that and was. And Brian as well. Yeah. Right on. And so I wasn't necessarily aware of that. And we're all in different networks mm-hmm. and friend groups. And we're all, like, the great thing about Underground is this. It's it's not this one big program. That I, we I was gonna say like twenty second plug here. Like I think people think we're in each other's lives like a traditional <laughs> right. workspace environment. <laughs> like we see each other once a week for two hours. That's mm. it, maybe. Yeah. And then yeah. some in orga- and then some organic spaces. Yeah, there's by or- choice. There's a lot yeah. of organic yeah. spaces, but right. Yeah. But we're not like. Yeah, we're not necessarily well, sharing office, office space <laughs> hours together, but like, so this is like early on. So this is so much fun, and that was that was the beginning point yeah. of our friendship. Right. But you know, you've had different different beginning points with different friends within this network. But even from the beginning, there was kind of this, um, I don't know, power encounter type. Our of- bromance emerged from a power encounter. <laughs> exactly, true. exactly. But it's just like like the Holy Spirit showed up in a powerful way for even just relationships to be built um i feel like that is a good story to catapult us into this conversation today of like how does a lot of this play out on the ground um the conversation of the prophetic right uh on the team the conversation of signs and wonders and miracles right uh the conversation of relational wholeness all this stuff like we have a variety of um stories but uh, i just want to kick it off i want to throw it back to you chris and like how how do you see this even this episode yeah because we talked about it like going yeah like we could go a lot of different directions yeah so I think we're going to have a lot of fun on this episode, just kind of unpacking maybe a few stories that you, yeah. just you and me, Corey, and then the three of us as well. And how does this play out practically? Because I know I always am thinking about the person listening to this and you're like, gosh, I, that just seems a million miles away. That's great. Let me stand back and applause. It's like, no, 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 no. This is your inheritance. This is your story. And I'll say it like this. When we read the scriptures, you know, I, I see most of the time Jesus just shows up in the scene and things happen. Now, he was a person who was catalytic that began this. Sometimes God shows up on the scenes and things happen. People get rocked to the point. Sometimes they get dropped (laughs) in glory and don't know how to speak and feel like dead men walking. Now, those are the two ways that are very accessible if God chooses to do it that way. So I'll say it like this. So often what I've seen and even our disciple making movements is we want to train people into how to hear the voice of the Lord, how to, and when that's very important. And I don't ever want to, I'm not throwing shade on that. Or how do we move in this? How do we move in this more prophetic stuff? This thing is highly relational. The prophetic, the moving of signs and wonders, that's, it's God actually in going from the third heavens. When they say rend the heavens and come down, that is a violence that cuts through hmm. the second heaven where the angels and demons play. It's a cutting through that. When, the, when Jesus ascended from the pool of the, in Jordan, the pool, whatever, you know, the river, and then the voice came, this is my son with him, I'm well pleased. That is a rending of the heaven where the, the father came off his throne from the third heavens and his voice just broke right through into, into our sphere, right? So it can be as dramatic as that down to the subtlety, down to what happened to you and I. Mm-hmm. As simple as a prophetic word that begins to change the course of history mm-hmm. for both of us in our relationship. Yeah. So to make this simple, I would, I would, if you're listening to this, pray to the Lord, ask him, Lord, I want to partner with you yeah. in this thing called the supernatural because mm-hmm. Jesus was so much about this. Amen. I want to be like him. I want to be like Paul. I want to be like Peter where, you know, the shadow begins to start healing people. Yeah. And they, these guys didn't start into this right away. Paul was knocked off his butt 
Peter had a miraculous fish encounter right there. So these guys were kind of birthed into that. That was my story. I was birthed into this, into this through the supernatural. And actually, I wanted to hear that story. Okay. Are you are you sure. comfortable sharing that story yeah, on the podcast? Sure. Okay. So basically, I, I I just celebrated 25 years of uh, being clean and sober. Come on now. Come on. Praise the Lord. Got my little coin. And uh, what I was, uh, that, that 24, well, it was actually 25 and a half years ago, I was in my car ready to end my life up in uh New Hampshire was going to drive to Maine and take my car off a cliff because I was in so much pain. I was in so much desperation and I was on psychedelic drugs. Uh, I don't even remember how many. And I'll never forget this. The radio was blasting in my car and I was ready to take off. And I said this one prayer before I, I put the car in reverse in the parking lot it was in. I said, Jesus of my mother, if you're there and you're listening, please come. Because I'm about to end this. I'm out. I'm done. I've had enough. I was 22. So Jesus of my mother, meaning like you had a little bit of... My mother had her faith, was very strong, prayed for me, but it just, none of, yeah. that, none of that made sense with stuff. Yeah. So Knew um, enough to cry out the name of Jesus I knew if you enough. were real. I was enough to be dangerous yeah, yeah, to yeah. pray that prayer. That's, that's, that's... And I did, and then when I closed my eyes, they opened it, there was someone sitting in my seat. It was not Jesus. It was somebody that was in my seat. I'll never forget the eyes of this being that was in my passenger seat looking at me, mm -hmm. and it was just tears. Mm -hmm. It wasn't crying. It was moist. It was like... Someone that begins to well up in tears, mm -hmm. but they weren't crying. And I'm like, whoa, boy, that acid is going into fifth gear right now. This yeah. is who the heck are you? But yeah. yet the tenderness came my way. Mm. I closed my eyes. Everything went white. Mm. Everything went white. And if you think of, you know, if you're an 80s kid and 90s, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure going through the phone booth or kind of zipping up tubular as fast as you can go. But here's the thing. Everything went white and it was like all these designs. They look like what I would describe as wings. And I was shooting up about as fast as a, maybe a billion miles an hour. And I was like, what? And then when I got on the other side of that, but I was heading upward, everything changed. The colors were different. I can, I can hear myself breathing. Uh, there was peace. It was like peace was liquid, but it was also uh, aromatic. That's not a word. The air was so <coughs> thick of peace, it just dripped all over you. And I saw this wheat field. And I saw a house, and I saw people coming out of it. And they were all joining hands waiting for me. I'm like, gosh, am I dead? Did I just, you know, not have to go through all that? Was mm -hmm. I taken out of my body? Whether I was in the body or not, I do not know. Mm -hmm. But I, I went. that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Came back. I was absolutely, this per this other thing, creature, whoever, I understand it's an angel now, was sent to me. Uh, I think he kind of he kind of took me on a little hitchhike, you know, yeah. with his friends through a, through a little, little ladder yeah. uh, of the Jacob. And uh, when I came back, I was completely sober. My heartbeat was racing physically because the drugs were still in my system. But I had such, I, as if I could walk in here and do this podcast 25 years later mm -hmm. yeah. with such lucidity. Yeah. And I knew Jesus was real. Yeah. And then that began the adventure. So after an encounter like that, it's, it's I mean, just going and sitting in church. Is that <laughs> you, can't, you can't sit in something that you are. <laughs> That's, I think you missed the point of what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so you began your journey, a hot mess emotionally, <clears throat> and this yes. on fire experience. And so right. now you've got right. like, yeah, okay, um, man, we could go into a lot of yeah. things. But you you talked about your own um, emotional unhealth in Correct. that because even though you had this uh, incredible encounter in this rescue moment. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot from a, a lot of people. I've done a lot of ministry and disciple making with, you know, guys who've come out of a lot of addiction mm -hmm. and, and your story, although incredibly powerful is not um, the only one like that, mm -hmm. right? You, not you, uncommon. Yeah. You hear mm -hmm. a lot of that. Um, I've never met someone on drugs who's following Jesus who hasn't had some 
uh, encounter with uh, craziness. Cra- yeah, <laughs> this the, a spiritual realm right. of some kind. Um, it's deeper than just your your mind uh, being messed up on on drugs. So mm-hmm. so that was where you, that was where you began, right? Um, and so like, how is that like? I don't know. I, I wanted you to tell that story. There's a lot of stories that we could go with this, but um, that led forward. to the last two episodes of what got yep. me. Yeah, yeah, full circle. Okay, and so, but you've always operated uh, in a sense where it's like you understand mm-hmm. um, the voice of God. He speaks to you. You mm-hmm. understand uh, powerful encounters being a significant part of this, and, mm-hmm. and then yeah, coming into a community and saying, "Hey, I, I know this is a huge part of what it means to reach this city." Mm-hmm. Like we're reaching Kansas City, and if all of us just like, hey, do a bunch of Discovery Bible studies or just have this strategy, right. is not enough, right? Right? But like, how do you begin to operate the like on the ground? Like, how you where maybe, do I fit? Where do you fit? And right. then like, maybe as listeners are hearing this, maybe you know some um, some crazies like Caputo, wild birds, um, Caputo crazies. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, hashtag Caputo hashtag. crazies. Um, but maybe you know some people that have similar stories or giftings like yourself. And um, and how does that begin to to play? Play out on the ground on mission. Um, is that the direction you think that this would be That's a good a way? Great, let's great segue. let's go there. Okay, so if that is something that you can relate to, I'm I'm sorry, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> and and you know what? If you're listening to this, we've needed that to to survive. We wouldn't be here without that experience. God exactly knows how to meet us where we're at. And those who have uh, been forgiven much, love much. I'm just gonna let that sit for a second. Those who have forgiven much, love much. And you have so much to give and so much to offer. And I want to encourage you uh, to grow in some relational skills, to to attach to some human beings, because that realm is very, very intoxicating. It's amazing. God does move powerfully through it. But here's the thing. You get too far down this track and you're by yourself in it. The enemy is going to open season on you. He will have access to some things in your life that because of the realms you're going up in higher the levels higher the the craziness as well so if you don't have people that you're grounded with if you don't have people that are flesh and bone uh, on earth as it is in heaven loving you for not that stuff it's you can keep going in the power and it's intoxicating Mm. so i get we'll start there and that took me 20 plus years to come to that conclusion because god was moving but my life was also a mess in some areas too that the enemy was still taking advantage of me because of my own stuff i didn't realize Dude, I mean, isn't that crazy? You get like people have these empower, powerful encounters with Jesus, and maybe people are super gifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you you see this in other giftings, like teaching, right? You can see someone on a stage who was like, man, they're an incredible communicator. I mean, they're teaching God's word, and then two weeks later, you hear about these these horrible scandals, and it's so sad. And there is hard to connect it sometimes in our brains, because like, how can both of those things be true? And I mean, and I'm like, well, man, he's super gifted. She's super gifted, mm-hmm. right? They're able to teach and communicate, uh, but that doesn't mean the gifts for other people. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. I'm a conduit of the gift yeah. to bless them, but then it's like, what about my own soul? And so you say even good gifts uh, can operate out of a really unhealthy place, um, and, and actually, God uses it, that. He'll use it for the good, but also oh there's God. some damage that can happen, both yes. I mean internally, but as that maybe gets exposed. And maybe you're too high on the uh, some uh, ladder. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, I think I think Paul struggled with this too. You know, with his relationships with people, he was so quick to write people off that were a threat to him, or he didn't understand because he had. Look at his story. He got knocked off his horse, and then and then wrote about all this stuff. And then he's the chief of sinners now. See, he understood. I think he understood love and relational wholeness. He was onto something. Yeah, he had to operate in it. Yeah, he got it towards the back end of his life. 
But all the way around the way, he made a mess along the way too. He really did. But God still used him. Yeah. Powerfully. Yeah. Man, amen. I've got a couple like uh, seeing eye dog stories. I don't know if this, oh, yeah. is, if this is the right time. No, let's for, go there. Let's uh, do it. Okay, so uh, Brian's sorry, like, but Brian's like, okay, I'm what? just gonna try and keep up. This <laughs> is normally how our co- yeah, this is like me in the underground. I, I'm, so I'm not behind or lost. <laughs> I'm trying to think through like how to take this into yeah. practicality. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of the everyday person who's like, what is the where are we going with this? Because yeah. I, I think when you guys were talking before we started, it was like. I think the direction you wanted to go was how do we partner with the Holy Spirit? And I think you were tiptoeing around it a minute ago where it's like it's not just about like, hey, just run over here and ask somebody if they want to study the Bible with you. Mm -hmm. Maybe it works. I don't know. It's like and you said this before Corey came in today was like wherever uh, the gospel moves, there are signs and wonders. Now, it may be dramatic, it may be mundane, mm-hmm. uh, and we have to learn how to see both of those and right. see them regularly. Right. Uh, this morning I was journaling, and I was like, I just want to hear your voice, and Jesus was like, well, I'm speaking all the time. The problem is you want it one way, Ooh. and I've been doing it another way. Oh, wow. So uh, I, I guess my point is like just in, in, in light of these stories, like how, how do we make this practical? Because we talk about a full gospel demonstration and proclamation. And I think in this prophetic deal, it's like sometimes the demonstration is the proclamation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes there is demonstration for the sake of proclamation coming behind. Uh, So I'm just trying to like. Yeah. And and sometimes we need. (laughs) Stay in the rails. (laughs) We need clarity. Yeah. um, And yeah, prophetic guidance on on crazy stuff that begins to happen. Um, So one, we just don't go off the rails and just see crazy things. Like, but God is speaking in a variety of ways. So here's one of those stories. Uh, so thank you, Brian, for, for teeing that up so perfectly. You're welcome. Man, you're so good at teeing things up so perfectly. You're so good at affirming me. Thanks, man. <laughs> Go ahead. We're, we're really working on this. Caputo. The love language thing, I know. Yeah, can yeah. I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> preferring one another. <laughs> so I don't know, a few weeks back, I'm uh, having coffee with uh, a buddy in the city who is a um, quickly emerging mm-hmm. leader. And uh, has a lot of crazy background. Um, uh, I don't want to go too far into visions, this, but dreams, well, encounters had, hadn't really before, and, but not before. Never right. hadn't right. had any of this stuff before. And uh, went to a kind of a, a micro church gathering in the city that operates a little bit uh, more comfortably in some of these, and and had a, a pretty powerful um, encounter with the Lord. And um, and then what had happened, you know, the next forty eight hours was a very affirming mm-hmm. um, of some of the things that God was teaching. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I'm able to talk with them and I'm able to listen. Well, at the same time, we're sitting at this coffee shop and outside is Chris Caputo, Mike Miller, one of your team, you know, main teammates in the relational wholeness team mm-hmm. and one or two others. Yep. Doing our Hesed space. Yeah. Actually having, you know, just this, this the coffee shop, safe, yep. the safe place mm-hmm. um, with your, with your two or three others. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, all right, dude, uh, give me a second, because literally I was I was telling him about you about you know hey I lean in a, a friend of mine who sometimes really helps to the um, seeing eye dog yeah yeah like, give yeah. give clarity to some of the you know these signs and wonders that are happening and I'm literally looking out the window <laughs> and there's Caputo sitting there with these other three I was like all right dude just give me just give me a second I'll be, I'll be right back no so I just come in like yeah I just do the like one of those like I catch Chris's eye and give him like the you know the beckoning finger hey come here I have to ask you something. 
and, and I asked him, he's like, yeah, it's great. You know, so and he came in and, yeah. and he just got to retell the story. And he just got to give some um, validation. Validation is probably mm-hmm. the best. You're not way. crazy. But more than that, I mean, you gave some, excuse me, some specific words, mm-hmm. um, and it was incredibly encouraging. And he's been on this uh, a journey since then. It's not wow. like a journey where it's you know every other day he's having you know uh, these incredible signs and yeah. dreams and visions. Yeah. Um, but God began to do something in him yeah. um, to rely on the supernatural. He's the same guy. I may have told the story recently of uh, he did some listening prayer. Mm. Uh, within our huddle and God brought to mind a very specific person. Um, now they have a weekly discovery Bible study with like four friends. It's like directly from the Holy spirit teaching, like, wow. talking to him. And wow. I don't know the, the time frame. that all happened around the same time, but clearly the Lord is moving and speaking. And we would look at that and say, um, this, these discipling relationships are a direct result of some kind of what we just call it. Miraculous sign. Yeah. Like, some kind, like I, signs and wonders, yeah. re- relatively significant. Um, we hear these stories overseas. We talk about it all the time, but this is this is on the ground. Chris Caputo sitting outside, right? So this is that's one way where it's like, man, the the how needed the first of all the prophetic is for teammates <laughs> from from all all parts of the city. Ooh, it's raining. Can you hear that rain? So so stay focused, Corey. <laughs> yeah. No. So to Brian. So let me let me. So I'm, what I'm sensing for Brian. Squirrel. No. No. This is great. Brian's uh, bringing us back in. So how does this practically contextualize? So here's how this works out is that you and I have a friendship. We've developed a friendship. Paul says in, in, I think it's in Corinthians, do not treat prophecy with contempt. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll need to hit for a few minutes, the unbelief on this. It's like, well, that's never happened to me. You know what? That's okay. Actually, it probably has. You just didn't know. Exactly. That's what the back to your story. It's like I'm talking all the time. Are you are you paying attention the way I want to talk versus how you think I should hear? I hear him literally just happened this week. Wow. Amazing. So there's a repentance right there. If you're listening to this as a leader or you're an everyday disciple maker and you're hearing these stories like this is just way out of my league and I'm sitting in the audience clapping. No, don't clap. Ask the Lord, help me with my own belief. I want to enter into this journey with you and I want to see what you see. I want to hear what you hear like Jesus did because Jesus made pivots. When the women came up to him with the bleeding condition, he's like, I've come for the children of Israel. And, you know, and even the dogs eat the scraps off the table. And, and then Jesus is like, oh, yes. The Holy Spirit was moving through that woman in that moment. And he knew, even though he was not supposed to, quote, heal the Gentiles, he did because of her faith. But there was a pivot right there because Jesus was on mission with the, with the Jerusalem and yeah. the Israelites. That was his mission. It wasn't the Gentiles. But the couple Gentile stories broke in there. That was a pivot right there. And even I don't think Jesus expected that. Hmm. So be surprised. Have that wonderment. Have that. Don't treat it with contempt. And if it's not happening right, that's why keep seeking, keep asking, keep knocking. Yeah, yeah. There's that's a practical really right there. Well, and like was it Stephen Castillo a few weeks ago that mentioned? It's like, hey, it's kind of the birth. I don't know, birthright, right? Inheritance, uh, gift, the inheritance yeah. of every every single follower of Jesus that we get to hear the voice of the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, that's unbelievably awesome, amazing thing. Uh, but it's like, but there's, there's even there's even more, right? Like there's even like we're talking but about. But wait, this, yeah. But wait, there's even more. But every single one of us, we get to. I mean, we are like, we are adopted, you know, into sonship, like mm-hmm. uh, co-heirs with Jesus. Our Father is the same Father. We get to like listen to His voice. That is not some special right. person that only He and the Church can right. can hear the voice of God. Correct. Um, but we're also talking about something. Um, there, we're talking about specifically spiritual gifted. This, right and uh, as far as the prophetic that's even one step I don't know is that one click deeper into that I mean how would you describe that yeah I would say like you know sometimes people hearing this it's like 
you know, well, I hear from the Lord too. I'm like, yes, you do. We all do. Mm-hmm. And there's some things you can teach like nobody's business. You're a shepherd. Like I can never compare to you. You go reach souls in a way that I just, I don't have the capacity to do it. But you know what? Some people are really sensitive to this thing and can hear some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we get past that? Can we get past that? This person actually is on point mm-hmm. and to pay attention to that and build a relationship with mm-hmm. that person. And, and if, if, if you're wise as a prophetic voice and an intercessor signs and one's this person, you, your gift needs to be attached to a body. Hear me on this, friends, that you're listening to this. If you're not, if you're just like, I'm an eye, I can see, look how cool I am. Look how much I can read everything and I'm right all the time. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> it's cool. But only going to draw pride to yourself. So you have to submit your gift and give it away to somebody else. Yeah. And, a, and a, hopefully a movement that can receive you, mm-hmm. which most have a problem with it. And I get it. Did that answer your question? That's, was that helpful? Was uh, that yeah. practical? Yeah. On both sides? And that's so good. Um, again, guys, and we're not just talking to leaders. We're talking to people. Every day. Humans, regular humans. <laughs> and, and you're in the marketplace. you got people that start businesses that can see the future and all that. These people have prophetic giftings to them. They can send stuff, and it's profitable. Ah. You see what ah, I did? I see, I see, <laughs> see what I did? Play on words there. There you go. That's good stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Don't point to me. <laughs> I I just have one quick story, sure. Um, because I, like I, I want to say this for the sake of like it's not just about like the as you learn to hear the voice of God partner with the Spirit. It's not just about outward. It's also about inward mm-hmm. and what happens in your own life. Right. When I said it happened to me this week, I'm like I'm asking God. This kind of goes back to the relational wholeness thing from last week as well. As <laughs> I was on a run Sunday morning. I'm just going to tell you the story, and then I'll let you respond to yeah, it in the go last for it. few minutes. Sure. I'm on a run Sunday morning, and uh, I, I had some trouble in a specific relationship in my life. I'll just leave it that general. And and I said I was sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on this run. I'm, like, so close to being done, and I'm crossing this one street, and right in the middle of the street is a crawfish. <laughs> Wow. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I slowed down because I'm like, where did this crawfish come from? <laughs> There's no water anywhere nearby. It's just in the Wait, middle this of This is the in street. Kansas City? Yes. I don't, have I ever seen a crawfish in Kansas City? <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, this is in the middle of nowhere. That should wow. not, there should not be a crawfish. Now, I'm under the impression that crawfish don't see well. Like, they don't have 20-20 vision, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he saw me coming from a little ways off. But as soon as, soon as he sensed my presence, I wish, I wish everyone could see me right now. You won't be able to. But he, like, did that, like, arched his back and threw his claws up like this. Both of them are up in the air, and he's, like, arched back, right? And I'm like, what? It's, I'm not going to attack you. You're a little crawfish. But he was like, um, look out. You know, so I like slowly walk behind him because I'm like, I'm just going to throw him in this yard or whatever. And as I'm moving behind him, he's like moving with me. (laughs) His little legs are doing a 360. He's like so afraid of me. Um, Anyway, I grabbed his tail and just like slung him into some grass. But I was like, so weird. You know, later on that day, we were doing some training around listening to the voice of God. And mm. it was like, man, Jesus just stepped in. He goes, you are this crawfish. Wow. And I was like, Ooh. and I had to tell this group that, you know, mm. and it was just like that feeling of like every relationship you're in, you're so afraid that mm. like you just throw up those little, you Defenses. know, mm. and you're, 
pivoting, trying, <laughs> trying to protect I yourself. I wish people could see this. I'm dying laughing. As we're getting the whole, like, the pantomime <laughs> yeah. in front of us here. But it was, like, that's what I mean with the, the sense of, like, God is always speaking. Yeah. If we will pay attention. Like, I'm like, I know he put that crawfish there to go, this is you. And you need to pay attention to this and, like, let me break down those defenses right. so that you're not responding and reacting to people with these, like, claws up in the air. Wow. And anyway, That's I don't know what that has. I just felt prompted to share well, that in light of this yeah. whole, like, Jesus wants to partner with us yeah. through the power of the Spirit. And it's not always going to be dramatic. Sometimes it's going to be crawfish. And sometimes it's going to be internal, not external, as, as here's, we partner Here's with the him. most unsexy dramatic is a heart change. Mm -hmm. Woo! Come on. It's a transformation looking more like Christ. And even Paul writes about in Romans, Brian, is even creation's talking about the gospel all the time. Romans 1, it's always talking. Yeah. So just start there. If this is a little bit out, out there for you in the ether, some of these mm -hmm. stories, it's okay. Ask the Lord, speak to me through creation. Mm -hmm. Speak to me in my day ends. Help me to be sensitive and aware of it and open my eyes. Yes. yes. Open the eyes of my understanding. Yeah, so good. If, if we believe we can reach a city, if we believe we can even make disciples our own network, uh, without joining God um, in both the dramatic and the subtle, then we're just like, man, we're wasting a lot of effort. Like we're going to be very, very, very tired people. Um, and so guys, as you're listening to all of this, like the past three weeks, we wanted to give Chris like three weeks. To, it, it, it wasn't marinate detailed outline because this is a big, such a big part of what we're doing yeah. um, in the hubs here in Kansas city. Such a big part of what we're doing. We want to operate in a place of rest, peace, wholeness. Uh, we want to operate uh, in the prophetic, in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. We want to expect, when we pray, we want to pray with expectation mm -hmm. that God is going to show up, he's going to speak to us, and we're not just going to do the same thing we've always done, to programize our way into whatever it is we think we want to get to. Mm -hmm. We want to reach a city. Mm -hmm. Dude, we want to reach a city, and you work your way backwards, you ain't going to do it on your own strength. Yep. It's all on the, the, the power of the God that we serve. Um, and so there's, there's deep a bunch of pieces with that. Um, but man, we're so grateful for your wisdom. So grateful for you to be here for three weeks. Um, hope this was helpful and mm -hmm. encouraging. Hope this, this particular podcast was just encouraging. We just share a handful of little stories that have happened uh, within our network, even in the last few weeks to years. So um, love you, brother. Love you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. See you, Chris. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Underground Podcast. We hope that it's either been an encouragement to you or that it's created a curiosity about what it means to live into a missionary mindset with an aim to make disciples and see the church emerge. If you're a missionary or a microchurch in Kansas City and you're looking for coaching or just belonging within a network, we'd love to connect with you so we can learn about what you are doing and how you are joining Jesus for gospel saturation in this city. If you're outside the Kansas City area and have questions about what it would mean to catalyze a disciple-making movement that leads to the emergence of microchurches in every network within your city, we'd love to connect with you as well and offer whatever resources might be helpful to you. You can find out more at kcunderground.com. Grace and peace, friends.